Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to be honest, I'm taking a bit of a back seat on this episode uh, because there were some microphone complications at the time of recording. So what's going to happen is my guest, Anissa Bott, who is a Bollywood actress and writer, is going to tell you about her life. And that's going to be this episode. If you like this episode, please subscribe and download a lot of the under 100 or so episodes I've got out. And please like and subscribe. I should say that again and write a review on Apple Podcasts because that really does help. But yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Anissa Butt. I did not grow up in a performing family at all. Neither was there any performing relatives. And I think that makes it really, really tricky and um, new for everyone. So it's not only a new experience for you, it's extremely new for everyone else to kind of handle and um, be able to support, I suppose, in the correct way. Um, but I remember. I I think because I just decided so young, I decided when I was 12 that I wanted to uh, really be an actress. Um, so I just threw myself into it, even though I was pretty shy as a kid myself. So I had to kind of overcome my own confidence. And dance actually helped me through that. I would like spend hours in my room, like dancing to music. And I grew up watching Hindi films. So there's a lot of dancing and at least there was at one point. So that just kind of inspired me to get dancing. And I think it was through performing dancing my confidence built. And then I was able to translate that on stage uh, in terms of the acting. And because I was such a shy, introverted individual, I felt that when I performed, it was more about kind of embodying somebody else's characters, not mine, so that it wasn't really me, Anissa, that had to be seen. It was something else. Um, so I think there was something magical, which I really enjoyed about that. But definitely the fact that nobody else kind of chose performing arts, I found that challenging. And I, I still do to a certain degree because I feel that uh, it's difficult for someone to relate and neither can you expect them to. Um, but luckily, you know, I've got very, very supportive friends. My, my mom was always extremely supportive. She always kind of said, um, you know, finish your studies, but you can do whatever you want to do. I think for my dad, it was definitely more challenging, however, because he, he doesn't sort of view it as really having a real job. And I think navigating around that was, was and is still to date tricky at times and uh, so i was 12 when i remember deciding this is something that i really wanted to do um but prior to that i was very artistic anyway i really enjoyed writing i really enjoyed painting and sketching and music and i i did do piano for a little while and, and then dance of course so i felt like it was the creative arts which was, you know, which was really calling me. Um, and I remember leading a drama class once and a very dear friend at that point of time uh, kind of said to me that 
oh, you know, that improvisation was, was really good. You should be an actor. And I know it was just kind of like a, a really random throwaway comment to a certain degree. But I kind of, I think I really feel like that's something significant happened when she said that. And I think, um, it's such a tricky, tricky profession, not just an actor, but anything entertainment and the arts, because somewhere you are looking for approval. Uh, from other people so when you do get that recognition when you do get that sense of oh we were doing something right I think you definitely feed off it and I think I remember that and then obviously my previous point of just feeling like I didn't have to kind of worry about being me as such gave me a lot of freedom in, in doing it and then I just thoroughly enjoyed it and it started off on stage, of course, being part of school plays and, and doing that and um, just learning about the craft. And then it was only, you know, it was as I was getting older that I took it more and more seriously. So Harry's Whistler was something which came to me, which I don't even remember how it came to me, to be honest, that long ago. But I was actually at, um, I was studying and uh, i just remembered that i had to change my hair color and go kind of blondish um and we were playing these kids like you know 15 16 year old kids and i think i was slightly older than that maybe 17. um and yeah it was there definitely was audition it's just that process to me is just a little bit of a blur and um we went up north to do the shoot um i think we went to yeah we went to a few places um and it was just exciting you know to be involved in a feature film and it was me and two other girls who were off about the same age so we had something in common and that was really enjoyable and um yeah it was just i just remember it being very exciting and wishing that i had more to do like more of a part to play in the feature but nonetheless it was just um a wonderful experience being in front of the camera learning about the camera and the process and it just felt real you know with that moment when you feel like your dream is kind of not that far out of reach it was just very exciting i don't know if there's a different vibe on comedy compared to other genres i think at times it can be more fun to shoot because especially if the script is, is great <laughs> if the script is great i think you can really have a laugh I think it, it makes it more tricky in the sense that comedy is not as easy as it looks. And I think, you know, you, unless you're brilliant and you're a brilliant comedian yourself, I wouldn't really recommend, you know, even attempting to change lines or anything like that at all, because sometimes the comedy is just lost when you do that. So I think if the script itself is great and then the chemistry between actors is great, then it just kind of comes down to, timing and um just just i suppose being spontaneous and, and maybe trying it out when you get different takes and different opportunities to do so if you do um but i it, definitely in terms of the experience i've had and I, I definitely have worked in comedy a little bit i would say it is a lot of fun you it's it's hard not to laugh sometimes and um you really want to but it's a great it kind of creates a very um enjoyable atmosphere on set as well with comedy i think 
everyone's a little bit more lighthearted and yeah it can be fun but that's not to say that other genres are not fun too i think it's just harder sometimes to detach between takes when you're doing like a you know a, a very thriller like genre or drama i just think that in those situations, it sometimes takes a lot out of you as an actor, or you want to get into a certain headspace, and you don't want to disconnect from that too long if you're shooting sort of back to back to back. So I think there's less of an opportunity to maybe nap out, if you like, between between takes, unless you're very, very good at that. I sometimes, for me, that really depends on what it is I'm doing. If I'm, if I'm out of a take, for example, and then in, in in like the next five or 10 minutes, I'm in that kind of emotional space again. I would rather spend that five to 10 minutes staying in that space, if that makes sense. Whereas in a comedy, I think you can flip in and out a little bit more. Um, so I would say, I would say that's, that's probably the, the difference in vibe for me. When Brahman Naman happened, I had tested in London. And though I've been back and forth to India, this was to be shot in India, but um, through a casting director, I came to know of the producer and I had then gone to meet them. I had done an audition actually for one of the other girls' part and it was quite, I mean, it was supposed to be quite young characters and luckily my playing age is quite young, but I did have an inclination that that character was slightly more Indian looking as well as um more indian based characteristics and so i was i had an inclination that maybe i would not fit the role although i thoroughly enjoyed the audition it was definitely more conversational um it was a lot of fun and uh, didn't try not to think too much of it afterwards and then i didn't really hear anything <laughs> to be honest and i ended up going back to india in between and uh everything kind of just continued and I got on with what I was doing and then one day I got a call from Celine one of the producers who was in Bangalore and she said would you would you still like to be part of the film there's actually another role which we think you suit much much more which is Anita and uh you know you're going to be opposite Siddharth Malia and um you know it's not a huge role but it could be interesting and you know I said like I'd love to read the script and and then it was literally like I had to be in Bangalore in, in the next couple of weeks. And, and I just, I, I did read the script and I had a really good feeling about it. It has some great actors involved. Honestly, a very like low budget independent film. We had no idea that Netflix would ever pick it up. But I definitely thought this was going to be something interesting to be part of. I mean, Steve, um, Steve Barron was also one of the producers and he's done some incredible work in, in Hollywood as well. And I think it was just an interesting team of people coming together. I'm, I'm still on very good terms um, with a lot of the actors, with Siddharth, with Shashank, with um, Sunmay. You know, we all kind of keep in touch on and off. And it was just a really team player environment, very hands-on, almost like how a play would be. And I think that was the magic and sometimes that is the magic of doing independent cinema because um there's no kind of tantrum there's no sort of uh starry-eyed um yeah the, the, you know tantrums being thrown or or anything like that um and everyone you know 
just, I think, makes an effort to really contribute to making it the best experience possible and, and giving a helping hand when needed. And, um, Hugh, the director, I mean, he was, he was great. He was a lot of fun. I loved his vibe and even just his ability to, I mean, he knew exactly what he wanted, but the freedom he gave an actor as well. And Lowen, the writer, obviously from London, it was his script. So he had done a great job and he was very involved as well. So I think the whole team just were brilliant, honestly, and everyone brought something to the film and it was very exciting that Netflix picked it up and I know the boys went to Sundance and I was very jealous that I didn't go. Um, but it was, it must have been a fantastic experience. I think I have chosen Leon because I remember that was the first time I saw Natalie Portman and I just thought she absolutely fantastic and I think she was around 11 if I'm not wrong when she got the role and um, I just thought for an actor that age I mean I was blown away and of course you know Jean Reno and um, you just had a fantastic group of actors as well as um, the director Luke Besson and I generally love his his writing you know um, he's done so many films and I I tend to really love the genre that he works in. So I think that is why I chose Leon because it's a film that is, I mean, it's pretty heavy, but for a heavy film, I would watch it again and again and again. And I think it's also down to the performances and the nuances and um, not that there was anything that I could really personally connect to at that point of time. But I think, I don't know, I think I've got something about like vengeance movies. <laughs> um, and I think, I think if I'm not wrong, Luke had also written Columbiana, another, another one I really enjoy. So, um, hence I've, I've chosen Leon. I think Leon could be remade, but it's one of those things, you know, when films get remade, you worry because the, the, the original was so great that you just think, oh, does it really require a remake? Is there something which could be done more contemporary or is there a need to take that same story and regurgitate it again, you know? Um, however, the themes, yeah, I mean, you know, there are relevant, there's identity, there's um, the different, um, I suppose, conflicts that each character is going through, the need for love and and also, this little girl just being in the middle of something she never asked for, you know, and having to deal with the repercussions for that and finding her way in the world. And um, I just think it was, it was just a very compelling story overall. And just the relationship that these two characters have, I think it was just um, really wonderful. And, and they both gave such beautiful performances and I was reading a lot about the behind the scenes a couple of weeks ago and um just some interesting trivia facts and um and I think I think Natalie was having a hard time crying so they had to spray some kind of um spray in her eyes to see where she cries and I just thought oh it's you know it's so funny what us actors have to do behind the scenes sometimes and 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 yet it all comes together beautifully on screen. The audience would never know. So on social media, um, my IG handle is Anissa Annie I am, all in one. Um, that is probably the main platform I'm most active on. 
and um, I am on Twitter as well. It's just a little bit of a complicated handle. I think I'll, I'll type that one to you. Um, and yes, I'm also on Instagram as Unplug with Annie, which is my podcast platform. So I have a podcast as well, which is on um, a few different channels, including the main ones, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and that, you know, I get to have conversations with people around the globe as well. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So if you're, if you're looking for some motivation and inspiration, then definitely check it out. And yes, and then I've got a website, which is uh, com, And that's got some more information about all the different things that I'm doing. And yeah, I, I would say that that's a little bit about me. And it was a pleasure coming on and, and sharing my thoughts and a little a little nutshell into um, my life. And um, yeah, and about and about the film that I chose. Um, it, it's nice actually thinking about the film again that I'm just thinking, oh, I should I should actually watch Leon again. It was a great great film. But thanks again. Thank you so much for that, Anissa. Um, I was meant to edit my voice in to ask some questions, but listening back, I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let her just monologue it because this is just so interesting. And I don't think I could add anything to that. Um, if you made it this far, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple because it does make such a difference. And obviously, I'll be back next week with more guests. So see you then.